put on this computer. Okay, so welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club Week 14. We have ginger flowers today, which is one of my faves. Um, and our topic to this week is talking about gentle goals and getting what you want because we're at the halfway mark now of, of our six months together. And one of the things that can come up, actually, I wanted to just this thought that I'm behind. So like when you're thinking about your progress so far in the Naturally Healthy Club, you know, this kind of, you can feel good about it. You can feel not good, not good about it. And if you're in that place where it's like, I'm behind, I haven't got where I want to be, then I really encourage you to just notice how that thought feels. Like it doesn't feel very good, <laughs> does it? And what we want to do instead is just recognize that when we're on a journey, like when we're changing anything about ourselves, it's never this linear process. Like nature, like we're in nature, it's always cyclic, like things happen in mysterious ways. And just know that like, even if you can't see the change yet, like you're exactly where you need to be. Like you're, you're getting the lessons that you are, you're needing and you're, you are making progress and that change can be happening even when it doesn't feel like it. So even when the number on the scale isn't moving, things can be happening. And also like that sometimes like we need to, there's some lessons that we need to learn in order to make the change and, um, and we need to learn those before we get to what's working to we get to seeing the change so just know that you're getting the lessons that you need it's you're exactly where you need to be and that you are becoming naturally healthy and what we want to do is just come back and focus on that desire like focus on what you want which is what we're going to be talking about today okay so our naturally healthy club philosophy so i'm becoming or i am naturally healthy I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. My thoughts create my results. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. Every time I overeat, I'm wasting food. I focus on one meal at a time. And that can be really helpful when you're thinking I'm behind or whatever, just like making that, setting that intention to like, well, just, and, you know, doing it one meal at a time is really key. Um, approaching things with curiosity, not condemnation. So mm, I wonder why I'm feeling behind, why, like rather than just going into the giving yourself a hard time story. I feel my feelings, so some future work that we're going to be doing. There are no bad foods. Um, my life is pretty amazing right now. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I can do this. And I want to do this. Okay, so I'm starting going to start with a celebration from someone who was in the Naturally Healthy Club um, last year. She sent me an email update, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to share this with the with the group." So her name's Pam, and she said, "Joining a Naturally Healthy Club back in November 2021 was one of the best decisions I've ever made. When we first started our weekly online sessions in January 22, I weighed 196 pounds. Today, April 22nd." 2023, the number is 150 pounds. Um, I've learned so many valuable and life-changing things during my time with you, and I know I'm forever for grateful. Here's what comes to mind today. So one of the most valuable things I learned from you is the value of weighing myself daily. It's taken time, but by getting on, on, uh, on my scale nearly every day, I've learned the number is truly just a piece of information. For so many years, the number in the scale was judge and jury of my value and self-worth. I'm beginning to see it more as a reflection of my self-care. Um, but now, um, blah, 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 um, I won't go into that. Uh, I've learned to listen to my body. I'm able to recognize when I'm full I'm learning to stop when I'm full. So notice this. So like January, so she's almost eight or eight, yeah, almost 18 months that Pam's been doing this work. And she's like, I have learned to listen to, and she's lost 40 pounds, right? I've learned to listen to my body. I'm able to recognize when I'm full. I am learning to stop when I'm full. So even though she's like been at this for a long time, she's still seeing herself as someone who's learning to stop when she's full. So it's not like she's like, oh, I've completely nailed that. And I think that's true for me as well. Like, it's not like you ever get to this place where it's like, I'm completely stopping every single time. Uh, and then she goes on to say, I've learned that overeating and stuffing myself is never worth it. Even just one more bite is not worth it. It always, it's always better to save that extra bite or two and have it another time. 
when I stuff myself, I do not enjoy what I'm eating and I have to deal with the physical and emotional discomfort for hours and hours afterwards. It's simply not worth it. So that thought, um, you know, stuffing myself is never worth it or overeating is never worth it is I think that is like a powerful thought that's really helped Pam on her journey. Like just knowing, like having that thought of it's not worth it to overeat has enabled her to get the results that she's gotten. Um, my ability to feel and process my emotions without turning to food is greatly improved. Um, and she, so she also did some joyful cooking, joyful cooking. So she's talking about that. Um, uh, my IBS has greatly improved and I continue to listen to my body and learn what foods are best for me. Conducting an experiment is a wonderful thing. Yay. Um, I can, try something new and then decide if I want to continue it um, to practice self-compassion and use affirmations to practice ho'oponopono. So we haven't done that lesson yet, but it's um, around forgiving ourselves um, with myself and others and the tiny habit that changed everything. So after I take a bite of food or a sip of a beverage, I'll pause, put down the food utensil I'm using or beverage and chew thoroughly, chew thoroughly and swallow. So that was Pam's tiny habit that she started focusing on. So just this cutlery down idea. And she said, learning to um, celebrate my failures and my mistakes because they are all part of the process. So thank you for everything. So, some, so, so, so many great things here from Pam. But I also wanted to point out that for those of you that think, oh, I'm three months into the Naturally Healthy Club and I haven't lost any weight or I don't feel like I'm changing, I'm really behind. So Pam started in January and I think it was, I caught up with her in June. So it was when we were almost finished that first six months and she hadn't lost any weight and she hadn't really made it like, hadn't, hadn't like, hadn't had any visible results on the outside. Right. But the changes were happening on the inside and she was starting to pull these together. And it was in, um, I think it was in June that she decided to focus on this tiny habit of putting her cutlery down and really slowing down her eating. And then that's when things started to change for Pam. So if you are feeling like, yeah, I haven't made progress, that's totally okay. You're exactly like, like I said at the beginning, you're exactly where you need to be. Like, and just trust that. And also like that you don't have to necessarily have to make huge changes to start that progress. So focusing on that cutlery down and adopting that thought that, you know, stuffing myself isn't worth it or overeating isn't worth it. It's worth, it's better just to leave, even if it's only a few bites, that will make a difference. So yes, just wanted to share that. So plan for today is, um, it's got a little bit of news and then I'll jump into tiny wins. So I want to hear from you guys and then we'll recap last week quickly. And then we're going to talk about goals, which I want to spend most of the time on today. So um, post of the week prize with last week was wins week. And so Marissa won the prize for the biggest number of posts. Yay, Marissa. <laughs> um, and Mathanwi was also a winner. So she um, she had posted pre preparing for the week. So she said, last week I ate so badly. So today I wanted to have some pre prepared some food I can use for pack lunches. Um, I can find a way and oh yeah I just wanted to celebrate my family because she had this thought I can find a way to make this easy for me even as a uniquely challenged snowflake <laughs> so it's like yay go my family I love that thought like I can find a way to make this easy for me such a helpful thought um, Marsha celebrated Marsha because she listened to half the call um, still doing all the things so yay for Marsha um, and Kira um, yes yeah, so Kira had put it she had a post um, that where she said, my body is tricking me with hunger um, after just eaten. And I thought I would share, she won post of the week with, for this as well. Um, but I just wanted to, I thought I might coach on, on that as well while, we, while we're here. Um, and she said, I've been leaving food on my plate and stopping when content. However, I notice I'm feeling more hungry quicker. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to have it try having a glass of water and see if I can make it to the next meal without snacking. Any other tips or advice? I'm guessing it'll take time for my tummy to adjust to the reduced intake. Um, or because I'm losing weight now, is my tummy trying to gorgeous George me and my avatar and get me to eat more? 
Um, anyone else feeling this? Any advice or tips? Um, I also have some niggly thoughts about meals and sweet treats of I need to eat more, it's not enough, even though I am content. So I've plenty, plenty of reserves and I've been trying trying there's plenty of yummy food in my future of well as well um for, for self-talk any other suggestions um so i think like kira like this is exactly what happens like as we're learning to tune into our bodies we kind of like there's definitely a phase where we we maybe under eat a little bit and then we're like getting hungry quicker and we're like oh is this am i sabotaging myself what's going on and so like i think it's completely normal to be feeling that and just know that this is part of the process right so it's just part of you calibrating and learning and that if you are like I'd say there's a couple of things that those the the niggly thoughts or the sneaky thoughts about um it's not enough I need to eat more that's something to be mindful of so maybe play around with those and think about um you know what could you be thinking that is more helpful is like you know I, or maybe and so maybe it is like I know when it's enough or something like that that's telling your brain um oh yeah Kira's here great um and actually Kira have you um how are you feeling about this now because you posted this a, like a, a little while ago are you able to talk uh yeah sorry um sorry also my got to charge my phone up so it's like hanging away from it mm-hmm. um yeah so I think I need to um I've I definitely I've kind of been trying to eat a bit more protein as well with yeah because okay. I was wondering about that was the other thing I wanted to check in with you yeah because I always I always thought that um cheat cheat I just like if I didn't if I didn't have a meal with meat in it, I would just add cheese and be like, oh, that's protein, fine. But, um, well, like if I was ever hungry, I'd just have a snack on a slice of cheese or something like that and just think of that. But, yeah, it's actually really low in protein, really, isn't it? It's not yeah. That yeah, it's not, not that, that much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yesterday I had an egg for breakfast and that kept me full heaps more. There we go. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So that was that was better. Um and I think that sounds right about what you say, recalibrating and things like that as well. Yeah, um, right. I guess yesterday my I had a the snack that I had was more a little bit more filling as well because I had my friend had made me a scone. So oh. I had that as a yeah, I had that as well. So having a more substantial snack because I do tend to get like need a snack either uh and uh morning or afternoon and I think it just depends on how busy I am or what I'm doing when I like sometimes I can just ignore it but sometimes I'm just feel ravenous yeah yeah and um but I try I I normally try and just have a cup of tea or a hot drink and I think with this cold weather change that we're having in Sydney as well like even just having a having a drink or something you know something comforting to make you feel a bit like cozier (laughs) um so yeah but yeah it does sound like what you say that sounds like recalibrating while your body's changing and doing all these things too and then obviously I've also been eating slightly different food like trying the abundance bowls and things like that so like normally I would always have a very carb heavy carb heavy meals well like a sandwich or something like that for my lunch but if I'm having you know abundance bowls or the leftover abundance bowls made out of whatever dinner leftovers from the night before which a lot of the meals in the um, SMC club are mainly protein and vegetable there's not that many carbs in there is there so I think my body as well I'm also very like used to having that kind of you know how bread makes your tummy just feel like that kind oh, of <laughs> yeah or yeah 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 just like I guess I don't know I guess for me it doesn't feel bloated but like just like a fullness like a carby fullness <laughs> mm-hmm. so getting used to that different carby fullness as well and um yeah I haven't noticed it as bad but then I've been really busy over the last few days so um yeah maybe it'll be I'll keep I'll keep an eye on it this week when I go about my business <laughs> 
Yeah. So do you think like just approaching with that curiosity of, oh, like there's just something here. I'm just, this is part of the process of me calibrate, recalibrating myself. Yeah. 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 That sounds, that sounds like it would be good just to keep an eye on. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, and I think, would you, do you reckon just like have a drink, have like have something and just see how, see how I go from there? Yeah. But if you like, if you do feel like you really want something, like if you feel like you, like, there's, I think the other thing is like that. There's, there's kind of a dieting thought that it's not okay to snack, but like, mm. um, and maybe like you like playing around with like having that intentional snack there as it available, so that you've got that mm. option, is a mm. good thing to do. Yeah, I used to keep all the nuts on the side, but I constantly used to snuck on the nuts, so that's why I haven't haven't topped up the jar. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I should do that just to have just to have a little something something. Yeah, that's right. And give yourself that option because there's nothing wrong with, with snacking. Like it's like it's all around like how it fits into the whole scheme of things. So it, mm. but I think like I think for you Kira, like particularly if you've gone from used to if like you used to be having sandwiches and a lot of bread, going to making sure you've got enough protein is going to be the key. And that mm. thought of I'm figuring this out is like that'll be enough to get you through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Does that, does that feel good, Kira? Yeah, that feels good as well. And I'm, I don't know if you saw, um, I did a little post because one thing that normally when I have lunch, I don't really, I don't really eat those big meats for my lunch, like pork or beef or unless it's like leftover dinner, I guess. But um, so I think in my mind, I don't think of that when I'm making like an abundance bowl or a lunch or something like that um of having like so with protein I guess the vegetarian options would be stuff like chickpeas and tofu and yeah um eggs yeah but always so I feel like having like is, is there a limit on how many eggs you're meant to have a week I thought you were only meant to have like three eggs a week or something uh like that. no that like that used to be the advice but that was based on like research in rabbits and so like the amount of eggs like the amount of cholesterol that you dietary cholesterol isn't um like doesn't impact your, your blood cholesterol so yeah there's no limit on eggs like I eat heaps of eggs I probably I have most days I have an egg at one, I have eggs at one meal. So if, if I'm not having oh. eggs at, at lunch, I'll have eggs, eggs for dinner. Um, oh, so, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I probably eat like three, I probably eat like 18 eggs a, a week easily. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Of- <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, and like, you know, no problems with my cholesterol. So just. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs are, eggs are really great. They're the best source of protein. So, yeah 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 don't don't but, limit um, your, don't limit your eggs okay because <laughs> in my mind I had that and I'm sure that was right but um, yeah I know that was good. that you, was uh, old advice but yeah there's you know research showing that eggs are fine so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and I did can... the image of you reading that research and being like oh yes <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so yeah, my lunch proteins are generally eggs or um, leftover chicken, you know, chicken or fish. Like to, today, I, like last night, I roasted some trout, so I've got that. Like I've made extra, so I've got roast trout leftover. Or yeah, um, yeah or tofu. Like just dice up the tofu and then toss it with some salt or some seasoning. Um, yeah. So. so with with the tofu as well, is that something? Because I I know that you said before that you can give that to children, and Freddie does like it um because I've been giving it to him but is that got like a limit on how much you're meant to have a week as well like I I thought that wasn't like you could have a little bit of it but it's not good for men or something like that uh yeah I don't like I probably I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too like it's just because there are phytoestrogens in in soy but um I think I think you have to be eating like if he was having it every like every day that would be a problem but like you know three or four times a week that'd be fine like I give it to my boys oh okay yeah yeah cool Kira how does that feel I'm good yeah yeah it's just part of the process yeah cool. yeah so just cool. keep yeah. an eye on it <laughs> yeah and yeah yeah like and just feel like like approach it from this mindset of like 
I'm figuring this out. Like it's working. I'm, I'm just like smoothing. I'm, you know, experimenting and trying things on. And this is just all part, all normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Thank you. Awesome, Kira. Oh, before you go, last yeah. thing, I was thinking those times um, when I want, I'd love anyone's input when I want to say like sometimes get that cosy feeling from like a nice, warm, cosy drink. If anyone has any suggestions what they they have, because normally I always have tea, but I've been thinking, oh, it'd be nice to have like maybe some of the herbal drinks or f- herbal teas or so. If anyone yeah, has any suggestions. I do. Like I have like about a dozen teas on the go at any one time here so yeah go to t2 stock up <laughs> um yeah or even just like in the supermarket these days there's heaps of amazing like herbal teas and like i like i've got like a honey and um honey and chamomile one that i love and mm-hmm. and then like a one with that's got some licorice in it that's got a bit of sweetness to it so yeah like that's a fun project to play around with there we go yeah any of those floral ones though they make me just t- taste like pop puree or something so yeah, that's why I've right. been, they just loved you know <laughs> yeah but you could get um like there's ones that will have like like kind of more spicy kind of chai flavors or um yeah, yeah. hot water and lemon says mandy there we go <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all right great. thank you so much yay awesome <laughs> great kira um okay and then the final um Post of the week prize was Samantha and she said, um, while eating dessert, finally leaving a bite, while eating dessert, I remembered probably for the first time that I could leave several bites of that brownie and be just fine. I'd be satisfied. I left it and I was just fine. No problem tossing the leftover bites. Yay for me. <laughs> um, oh, Roybus. Yeah, Sharon. That's a, um, yeah, I read the red tea. That's really, really beautiful. There we go. We've got heaps of tea suggestions. Awesome. Okay, so t- over to Tiny Wins. So who has something they'd like to share with the group in terms of what's working? I have a big win. Okay, big win. We were, we t- we were all, wins, all wins welcome here, Marissa. Two things have happened that um, have separated exercise and my weight, which is so cool. One was you telling us all the time and explaining and educating, and then I got that mole removed, so all I can do is hike and walk for two weeks. I love to exercise, but to have it now separated from my weight is, I can't even explain it because it's just something now I just purely love and I just do for the love of it. Where before it was always kind of like, and how much am I eating and how much calorie burn? And yes, so yes. And you were like, I can't work out when I can't I'm work worrying out, I'm about that. Like, if always. Like, oh, I can't work out. And so therefore, it's not going to be good for my weight. Like, that having that stress, like, oh my where it's gosh, not it just seems... like you can just trust that your body's going to guide you, Marissa. It's completely yeah. fine. It's amazing. Like, a lot, a lot of times on Sundays now, I, I don't work out. I don't really do anything. And I'm like, it's fine. No big deal. Like, great you have a rest <laughs> day a rest. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just a real gift I didn't even realize they were so interconnected but well because that's it. like the message isn't it like oh you need to exercise more if you want to lose weight so yeah 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 that's a huge I've, one Marissa yeah. well. <laughs> we're celebrating that yeah and for anyone that's got those sneaky thoughts of oh I'm not making progress because I'm not exercising enough let it go like and like there's a million reasons to exercise and I'm a huge fan of it I do a lot but yeah just keep it separate it's like completely separate things okay cool has anyone else got a a win to share with the group Lonnie saying congratulations you can type in the chat if you want to share in the chat come on someone must have something I do, I think. <gasps> Money. <laughs> Last week we were saying I was doing a 16-hour fasting and then I, you suggested that I look at that and whether that suited me. And the next day I had breakfast and seriously I felt like I was let off the leash. <gasps> oh, yay, yay. And I know it was my own leash and I did it to myself, but I really felt, felt really good to go back to something that was – suited me better yeah um, so good money like listening to yourself and but also great to have done that experiment hey so now you know like actually you know what 68 for me right at this point in my life not great not it's not yeah. not for me yeah yeah so good really something celebrating that money yeah so does that feel like and do you feel like 
Um, how do you, you felt like taking that pressure off that, that, that thought there's no rush? Oh, huge. Yeah, it felt absolutely huge that I could just let it go and, and look at day-to-day things. Um, and I've managed twice now, but only with restaurant meals. I still can't do it with food I've cooked, but I've managed to leave things on the plate and leave half mm. the chips behind if I have fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> so Excellent. That's really good too, yeah. Yeah, great. And that's great practice for your trip, like to because when yeah. you're travelling, yeah. Cool. Well, and you know, money. if you can do it in a restaurant, the next step is. <laughs> but that, that's a huge win. Like, let's really celebrate both of those things. So, yay. Good for you, money. Keep up the amazing work. Excellent. Thank you. Yay. Okay. So let's recap last week. So last week we did, we spoke about the power of noticing progress, a.k.a. celebrating. And um, we did our progress quiz. So if you haven't done that, it's in your playbook. There's also, it's in the bonus um, resources section in Circle as well. Um, so that's just a, it can be, it's just a useful thing to just to have a check in and see how you're, how you're tracking in terms of your habits. Uh, and yeah, so then last week we spoke about noticing progress and just why this is so important is because it releases dopamine in our brains. So what we just did, just them talking to Marnie, she's feeling that dopamine release. Yeah, Marissa noticing her tiny win, that's giving you dopamine release. And, um, and dopamine makes us feel good and we change best when we feel good. So this, the, this idea of noticing progress is, is really important. And the, the um, BJ Fogg, who wrote Tiny Habits, he's done a lot of research around this. And in terms of behaviour change, humans really do respond better and, uh, and make progress faster when they're feeling good about their progress. And you know that yourself, like when you're feeling motivated and you're feeling like, yeah, it's working, then you definitely like you're more motivated to keep going. So that's why we want to notice progress. When to notice, any time is a good time to notice. So when you remember to do your, a habit, like when you remember to put your cutlery down, when you, as soon as you do the habit, like reward yourself with your thoughts then. Um, whenever, like any time you think about, about it, like, like the more you can notice even the tiniest things and the big things as well um, is like, is it's going to help. It's going to, it all adds up and it's, it, it's all helps. So there's no wrong time to notice progress and how to do it. It's really up to you, but just, just noticing just positive words, positive thoughts. And if you want to bring in some movement to it, you like fist bumps or celebrations, like great doing a happy dance. Awesome. But really it's just that those little, like those little thoughts to yourself of like, Oh yeah, good job. Or, or that's working. Like that's enough to, to give you that dopamine release. So, um, so that's what we spoke about last week. Did anyone have any thoughts or questions that came up from that? Um, I I am um, so I've really been working on that and listen and diving deeper into his work a little bit. But oh, my great. inner voice is becoming so much gentler, and I realized what I do with my son sometimes. And I think I'm like a super nurturing, loving mom, but sometimes instead of just being like "That's great," I'll be like "That's great," and you could do that, you know, or like whatever. And so this whole week, I've just been like, that's awesome. That's great. And it's it's enough. Yes, and then, he, yeah. like, then he won't get that thing I have of like, you can always do more. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You can bring it into the voice that you have with yourself and then also the voice that you have with your parenting too. Yeah, that's a great, actually, that's a really great observation, Marissa. I'm going to like think about that this week too, because you always want to be pointing out ways for them to improve, but actually it's not very helpful. It's actually better to just celebrate them and let them. I agree. And if you, if you if you have a question and you're curious about something, that's how they might change, right? Through questioning, but yeah. never if we tell them anyway, then I'm not going to listen anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. That makes my heart just feel so good to, to implement that now. Like yeah. just, praising him yeah that's awesome I'm so excited for you great yeah you did a good job yeah yeah like yeah so good yeah and yeah that voice that we have in our heads changing that is huge um yeah so good okay um oh oh you've booked a week in um Italy Marissa I just saw that in the chat amazing I'm so excited um (laughs) And Amy's saying, sitting in bed with my little boys, tiny wins here, getting much better at leaving and chucking things that don't taste great. Yes, Amy, you're celebrating that for sure. Amy did a poster about her um, 
mediocre tart that she chucked out. I was like, go, Amy. So good. Like, not worth it. Um, okay, cool. So we're so many benefits to doing that, that noticing progress. So now let's talk about goals and goals, like people, like I've had a, you know, what sort of relationship with goals? Um, difficult, no, not difficult, interesting relationship with goals. And I like the thought of goals can bring up a lot of stuff for people. So I get if, if that's you, if the thought of goals, setting goals isn't like freaks you out, I just want you to like re just keep an open mind about goals. So really all goals are is a way to help you get what you want. So goal, gentle goals equals getting what you want. And so why, like, why are we talking about goals? Why do it, why is it important? And it's because like having a goal, it's just a tool to help you focus. And it's a tool for to help you, to help you get what you want. And because like when we set a goal, it brings clarity and it brings, like it focuses our attention. Because the thing is like as humans and in modern life, there's so many improvements we could be making, so many things that we could be doing. And when we, um, so if we, if we, when we don't have goals, we can be a bit pulled in all directions. Whereas when we set a goal and we set it, and if a goal isn't the right word for you, maybe thinking about it as setting an intention, like that can be, that can feel a bit more, um, bit, bit better, like that might feel a bit more gentle or just maybe even think of like, so setting an intention or like a gentle goal, like when you set, like when you like put that line in the sand or when you, 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 you make that declaration that this is something that I want, it gives you that clarity and it, it helps to focus your, your efforts. Um, and the thing is like, there's a lot of research around this in like productivity circles and that when like people who set goals, like have significantly higher like rates of achievement than people that don't. And that's not to say that the people who don't ever set a goal don't ever achieve anything. Of course they do, but just when you compare, like when they, when they research it, the, the people that are like are very clear about what they want are way more likely to get what they want than the people who aren't, aren't setting that intention, who don't have that clarity. Um, so that's like, I think the, the number one reason to, to, to play around with goals is because it helps you get what you want faster. Um, but also it's an opportunity, like having a goal is an opportunity to work on your relationship with yourself and to improve your self-trust and to like, and also to um, have that opportunity to be compassionate with yourself when you don't achieve the goal. Cause that can be actually setting a goal and not achieving it can be just as much um, opportunity for growth and improvement as setting a goal and, and, and achieving it because when you do, when you're feeling disappointed and you you're not achieving your goal, like that's that disappointment and that all the things that can come up there, that can be an opportunity for you to take really take care of yourself. And I know this firsthand, and that's one of the things that I've been doing a lot of work on in the last couple of years is this like being kind to myself in those moments where I'm feeling disappointed and feeling like I'm failing. And it's actually almost worth it just for that part alone, like that, that self-trust and that relationship with myself. And if I didn't have the goal, I wouldn't have felt the disappointment. So I wouldn't have had that opportunity to take care of myself. So it's might be not what you're expecting from goals, but it actually is a really beautiful side benefit. Um, and also with goals, like, you know, the, you get that there's, there's that motivational piece as well in that when you do achieve a goal, like that can feel real, that feels really good. Or when you're making progress towards the goal, that feels really good. And you get that motiv motivation. So, so there's a lot of reasons to do, to, to set goals. And that's why we're doing a lesson on it now. You'll notice though, that I didn't get you to set a goal at the very beginning of the program. Cause I think like, it's better to like ease into this gently. And when we think about goals, like there's a few different types. So mostly when we think about goals, you're thinking about, you know, I'm going to like lose XX pounds or kilos, or I'm going to get a new job, or I'm going to make a certain amount of money. And so it, like those types of goals that, that you traditionally think of as goals, they're, they're what I call, and what my coach calls external goals. So they're, you have it, like you ha are in control of achieving those, but um, there's something that outside of you that you're, you're, you're wanting to achieve. And the other type of goal, which I think can be just as 
powerful and probably even more so are what um, what I think of as internal goals. And so these are things about like changing how you feel about something. Um, so, so I'll give you some examples of this. So it might be like, like having a healthy relationship with food, like how you feel about your relationship with food, changing that could be a, a really great goal to have. Or maybe it could be a, a goal around enjoying food more. Um, and, or it might be a goal around, yeah, like so really diving into maximizing the pleasure of food. So when you're eating, like really enjoying that eating experience and, and turning off your distractions and focusing on your food. Or it might be that you want to feel calm around food, like if you're feeling anxious. Or it might be um, even like this self-trust piece, like you might want to have a goal around like feeling, feeling that you're learning to trust yourself. Um, or it might be an internal goal might be something more um, concrete where it's not so much a feeling, but it's like an action or a habit that you're you're either stopping or starting. So it might be that you, if you have a habit of snacking after dinner and that doesn't feel good to you, like maybe then that's something that you might want to set as goal is like, I'm going to stop my snacking after dinner habit. Or maybe it might be like a, another skill-based, a skill-based goal. So it could be like that skill of like learning to listen to my tummy and know when I feel satisfied. Um, or it might be a goal around like being intentional with your choices and like and becoming someone who is able to make like intentional choices in the moment that feel good in the moment and feel good in the future. So there's, yes, like, pretty much there's no limit to the types of goals and opportunities for goals that you can set. Um, so they're just some examples that like have come from my brain. And one goal that I have that I'm working on at the moment in, with my new coach is around feeling like abundant. Cause I realized that like, I was always setting like financial goals to make a certain amount of money, but really what I wanted was to feel abundant. I wanted to feel rich. And so I've actually set a goal this, quarter so rather than having a numerical goal I've actually got a goal to feel abundant and what I'm doing with that is every day I'm rating myself on a scale of one to ten of like how abundant am I feeling how abundant did I feel today so I can actually track my progress um, and it was starting up pretty low <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm making progress on it and that feels really good like I'm actually noticing and it's like bringing bringing my more awareness into my how I'm feeling about like feeling about abundance and it's yeah it's really fun so um so there are all the different types of goals so how do we go about setting goals like how do we go about like getting goals to work for us and the first thing of course is like deciding like what is it that you really want and like making it super specific but and also making it achievable like I think there is a time and place for stretch goals and big audacious goals but I think more it's actually more powerful to set like goals that feel like a sustain like that I can I want that and I can do it like when you're not going to have to coach yourself like to believe that you can do it like when you're setting goals that feel achievable like that's I think that's a particularly if you're not used to setting goals like the achievable goals is a really it's a better place to start because then you can like take baby steps with it and you can get that momentum so we want to make it as easy as possible. And so you want to decide what you, you, you want. So like decide what the goal is going to be. And then another how to do with goals is to write it down every day to remind yourself that this is something that I'm working on. This is something that I want. So adding it into your belief plan. Um, so, yeah, like every day I'm writing, like I feel abundant. Uh, no, or I live in I live in abundance is what I'm you know, I'm running writing down, so that I'm reminding myself that yeah this is something that I'm working on this is something that I want, and then the next thing to do with your goal is to think about like a tiny habit that you can that's going to help you achieve that goal, um, and so we can I'll, we'll we'll actually go through and um, we we'll work we'll workshop together to create tiny habits for you once we've decided on your goal. And then the next thing is to like just track your progress. Like, so have that touch, think of a way. So with like, obviously think of a way to um, to track that progress. So, so for me, it's rating myself every day on how am I feeling on a scale of one to 10 on my abundance. Um, and then course, you know, just adjusting and course correcting as you go. So, so that's my, like, that's 
thoughts around goals, how do how would you guys feel about um, setting a tiny goal or a gentle goal for the next month, setting an intention for the next month? Is anyone go like, yes, Jules, I'm, I'm up for that? Or like how are you feeling about, about goals? Feels great to me, says Mandy. Awesome. Great. Okay, so now I want you to, I mean, says Marissa, excellent. Um, so let's do an exercise now. And if you're not feeling like you want to set a goal right now, totally. Sharon's going, yes, awesome. If you're like, not feeling like you want to set a goal and you're listening to the replay, totally cool. Like, like goals will always be there for the future, right? So it's not like you have to do it now. Um, but it is really fun to, to do. So what I would encourage you is if you're not feeling ready now, just to park it in the back of your mind is something that you do want to do. So first thing is like, just like think about now, answer this question, like what do I really want right now? Like what would be really fun for me to achieve? And just type in the chat. I'll give you a little bit of time to think about that. Yes. Okay. Mandy's got two excellent ones here. So she said, feel comfortable, light and like strong and energetic in my body. Appreciate my body without judgment. Um, oh yeah, Marissa. Yeah. NHC goal. But if you want to have it, if you feel like you're kicking at NHC goals and you want to have like, a, you're like what really lights you up is a, another goal, like a non NHC one totally like, and we can workshop that here as well. Cause, and sometimes like non-health related or non-food related ones can like big good examples that might spark someone's ideas um yes right amy's saying conflicted don't want to set something too easy as that will feel empty but scared to fail so this comes up a lot amy's like i don't want to make it too easy for myself um but remember there's like let whole this idea of tiny habits like of tiny wins is really key um so I'd actually, actually like something that feels like you don't want it to feel too easy where it's like, I'm not even going to have to try to do it. Like, cause that's, there's no, no fun in that. Cause you, that will feel empty, but so just, you want to go, just push it a little bit past that, but not into the like, you know, really crazy audacious goals. Um, okay, cool. Um, okay, so Marissa's. I want to finish this revision of my novel. Great, great. Okay, and in terms of time frame, so we're looking at like in the next, like, do you want to like? I guess the other thing is to think about timing. It's like, do you want to do that in the next thirty days, or is it something you want to do in the next ninety days? Um, okay, Kira's like feeling like I'm not always juggling a thousand, a hundred things. Three months. Okay, cool, Marissa. Okay. So let's workshop some goals. Um, let's see. So, Mandy, you um, you'd posted yours first. Are you able to talk, Mandy? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, which of, of those two, like appreciating my body without judgment or the feeling comfortable, which of those two? And they're kind of comparable. Like they're, they're complementary. But which one do you think would be the most fun to work on first? Um, they're definitely related, but what I would say, huh, one is a physical feeling and one is more of like an attitude or an orientation. Yeah. And so, um, I think actually what I want to work on more is the physical feeling. I feel like, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just choose that for the for this anyway. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay, well, I think the way you've written it already, I, like I feel comfortable, light, strong, and energy in my body. Like that sounds that sounds like really clear, and you'll know when you if you're feeling that or not. So yeah, that's, you've decided what you want. Step one done. So you can write add that to your belief plan of like writing that down every day. Did, I think yeah? I already have something a little, a little bit like that. So I have in my belief plan, I have, um, I love feeling light and strong. And I also have, I'm br brimming over with youthful energy. Oh, um, I love that. 
So those two things are kind of already in my belief plan. I think though, I don't really have anything about just like feeling comfortable in my body. And I think where it comes up for me is like, if I, if I have something that, um, and this is where the judgment will come into where, like, if I feel bloated or if, if I'm just feeling like heavy one day and it is like a physical feeling, it has nothing to do with the weight on the scale or, um, but it may be tied to something that I ate right. That I'm like having some response to something that I ate. And sometimes it's tied to the fact that I did or didn't exercise in a certain way or whatever. So there are things that might make me feel that sort of heaviness. And I think what I want really is to feel more comfortable. And in those moments, more appreciative of my body, because those are the moments where I'll start to get judgmental. Right. Right. So I guess I'm saying all that because some of this is already kind of in my, like I'm already writing it down daily, yeah, but that yeah. part I'm not. The comfortable part. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's the goal is like, I want to feel comfortable and good. Like, and yes, you do want to feel all the other things, but that's more specific. So that might be better to focus on first. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yes. Let's focus on that again, just sort of for the purpose of this exercise. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. So like, you, yeah, I feel comfortable. So it's comfortable in my body. That's really clear on what you want. So you can have that in your belief plan. Um, and then in terms of like the habit that's going to help you achieve that. Um, that's harder. So again, I can say like, one of the things that I've been doing is when I sit down for a meal, I will remind myself that I love feeling light and strong. And that changes how I like the choices I make about eating slowly or, or about leaving some food on my plate. So that's been really helpful to me, but about feeling comfortable. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I would have to think about like, what's the habit? Um, here's what I'll say. I, I have a negative habit <laughs> of like, like grabbing my butt and going, Ugh. you know, like, why am I feeling so heavy right now? Right. Like I, there's something that I do do that is a habit that is feeling not comfortable in my body and not appreciating my body. And so like something that is like something else, but I don't know exactly what that would be. So what about like actually looking for like the feeling comfortable, like actually looking for when you feel comfortable. So whenever you notice yourself grabbing your butt, like looking like in that moment of like, okay, this doesn't feel good looking for something that does feel comfortable. So maybe it's like your feet touching the floor might feel comfortable or um, maybe you can like do, maybe you could bring some movement. In. I don't. Yeah. Like, no, that, I, that, I, that, I like... that, it's like, okay, I'm not feeling comfortable now. So it's like, so like, I guess to bring it, to give you an example of how that works. Like, so with my abundance goal, when I'm not feeling abundant, I like check in with, okay, what am I thinking now? And I like switch the thoughts that are like, so I actually make that conscious effort. Like I make that conscious that the, the habit part of it is changing my thinking in that moment. It's like, okay, what am I thinking now that's making me not feel abundant? And then how, what can I choose to thinking instead? So it's like coaching myself in the moment. So it sounds like for you, that would be the habit is when you notice, when I notice myself, like, grabbing my butt or criticizing myself then I'll look for something positive like I'll let that go and look for redirect my focus to something positive that does feel good about my body in that moment yeah I like that a lot um hang on yeah I really I really like that because I think it's that kind of attitude that comes up and it does not come up for me every day and it comes up for me more at some times of the month than at others you yeah, know of so course, it's like, of course there's, yeah there's definitely there's a hormonal component to it there's a whole bunch of stuff that will that will 
make it go one way or the other. But, um, but I think that like just having like shifting my mindset in those moments where I'm being judgmental will be really helpful and looking. And that's also a good place to like, look for where do I feel comfortable in my body right now? But also like, to me, also looking for something that I'm doing somewhere where I'm being successful with kind of like, you know, like the power of paying attention to progress, like, and what's one win I've had recently, or what's one thing I've done recently to really care for myself like that, that would also feel good. So like, where do I feel comfortable? And what am I doing to, what am I changing in my life or in my behavior that would continue making me more comfortable into the future? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So you've got two habits to look at. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's helpful. Yeah. And then in terms of like tracking your progress, Mandy, like, like, do you think like rating yourself every day in a scale of one to 10 would feel doable or giving yourself stars or smiley faces? It feels more like, um, Yeah, I think how comfortable do, did I feel in my body today? Scale of one to 10 or one to five or something like that. Yeah. Like just asking that question, um, I think will be helpful. Yeah, great, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then you'll have some way to track like how you're progressing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's a, how does that feel as a goal, Mandy? Like, do you feel like that's. Um, you know what? It line, it lines up really, really perfectly. So I didn't share this as a win, but it's kind of a win that I've been meaning to write about, which is like, I sorted out my whole thing about the scale and I understand why it has been bothersome to me. And, um, and I feel really, really good about my decisions around it. So, and as part of that, what I realized is since that is not a measure that I, sorry, that's my printer. Since, since that's not a measure that I really want to engage with, um, it, I want to measure some other things. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And this is what what you care about. Yeah. This is what came up for me. Like this list of feeling comfortable, light, strong, and energetic. I'm like, what I, I don't give a shit, frankly, what the scale says, if I feel comfortable, comfortable, light, strong, and energetic. Yeah. So I just figured that out in the last week and I have been looking for like, how am I going to track this? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So it works. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bye, Marissa. Um, yes. I love that. I love that. And also like how great, Mandy, that you've had that experience of like, yeah, I've like been on this, I've like what I've done that thing of weighing myself. It didn't, it wasn't helpful for me. And like, so now, you know, like, so that was like, a great lesson in itself so yeah yeah so good. perfect yeah. great great Thank you. okay so who wants does anyone else want to workshop their goal before we um wrap up we've got a few minutes Sharon have you come up with your goal yeah my friends just put you on the spot there <laughs> yeah no I did um I've s- struggled with sleep um I'd like to improve that and I'm uh, trying to figure out how to do that. Um, um, so I don't know, you set a goal of like seven, eight hours of rest and I don't know, just make a tally of how often that happens or I'm not sure how to really go about setting a goal. So do you, um, okay. So you want to, imp- the goal is I want to improve my sleep. So that's, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That feels good. And then, so, um, yeah, like, you, okay, like in terms of like, like writing that down, like, yeah, it could just be like, I, like I, I, I want to, I, 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 I am improving my sleep. Would that feel good? I want to wake up. Yeah. I want to wake up rested and refreshed. Okay. There we go. The there we go. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's more of a positive way to say it. I want to be able to wake up naturally in the morning at an early time or, you know, mm-hmm. like, 
<laughs> and um, be able to just get out of bed and go instead of yeah. feeling groggy and, and draggy. Yeah, okay. So maybe so. just keep it simple. I want to wake up feeling refreshed and don't do too many things yeah. at once where you're like trying to get up to turn into like an early riser early. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. not too early. That is, that is so hard. But um, yeah, just learning. I don't know. It. That's, I think that would help uh in a lot of areas and yeah absolutely yeah sleep's sleep's really key cool and so Mm -hmm. then there's like there's a heap of different things you can do around sleep and I've done it like I have had insomnia and I've done a lot of work around it I think like the thing that I do with sleep is I really focus on my bedtime so I actually like have a goal of and I track like my bedtime because you know, getting into bed is like the key. Like, the, like if you're not in bed, you can't not be, you can't sleep. So that might be the tiny mm-hmm. habit to track is like thinking about what's my current bedtime, and then like setting a goal for what you want to where you want to get that to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have that watch, you know, that kind of gives me a little tap. Oh, and right, tells right. Me. And um, and I'm usually in bed. It's Usually when it's like I turn the lights out and then my husband, I know he's asleep. I can, he goes to sleep like that. And then I'm laying there thinking, um, you know, it's like the thoughts. I, so I have to figure out a way to relax my mind so I can go to sleep better. Right. Okay. Um, so that could be if this is a bomb project is to like um, look at your, bedtime routine like your evening routine yeah I need to add something to like a stretch or something just to kind of relax my mind or reading a book um and then my husband was saying well um I guess I could do I have it on an e-reader so but then he's he thinks the blue light might not be it's good, not good. But, yeah it's not great for um sleep quality um oh, i need to i have a book that at the library i have to go pick it up tomorrow so maybe i'll t- try a real book because honestly when i read a real book i fall asleep <laughs> so there fast. we go there we go yeah, yeah. There you go, i yeah. typically don't you know do that in bed so because uh, i haven't been reading real books lately so yeah okay so do you think that would feel like a good first habit is like to oh it might be yeah yeah I I just remembered I have that book um at the library ready to be picked up I can't remember what it is but something I was something you're looking forward to yeah yeah cool so I'll try that yeah Yeah. and yeah and so that's like um in terms of tracking like I guess it's like so does your does your watch like track like like does it track how long it takes you to fall asleep or um I've played around with a couple of different apps and um I, I would need to purchase the premium to for it to all really right. track all that and so right now it just does time in bed and then you turn it off in the morning yeah okay and uh but for it to really track your movements and stuff like that it's uh, a premium feature and I just didn't know you know, if I wanted to do that or not, I, I could experiment with other apps that might work. Yeah. So it's having, having, cause one thing that I've really noticed with my sleep is um, like, like I think that I'm awake for a lot longer than I am. And I've, so I've right. got, a, I've got a ring that tracks and it actually, so it tracks um, how long it takes you to fall asleep and it tracks like how much deep sleep and REM and it tracks movement and blood oxygen levels and like all the things. And my, like so many times I think I've been awake for like, you know, hours and it'll be like, you know, 15 minutes kind of thing. So, okay. Yeah. That might be, might be worth playing, like finding, finding something. But other, other than that, you could just do what I um, do what Mandy's doing and just rate yourself every day of like, did I feel like a, like did I feel like I went to sleep quickly or not Mm -hmm. yeah yeah just did I wake up refreshed oh yeah yeah feeling good yeah Yeah, I don't know I'll play around with with it yeah I think that's Mm -hmm. that but doing like doing it having a goal around sleep is really fun so like it's definitely Mm going to be helpful yeah Mm mm-hmm 
Cool, Sharon. I'll keep us posted with how you get on with that. Okay. Okay, great. I've just wasted the time. So we'll wrap up there. Um, actually, Mandy's put on some stuff. Although she's got, Mandy's mentioned an app called Slumber, um, which will help relax your mind. So that might be worth checking out, Sharon. Um, okay, yes. So everyone, goals. I want to hear from you. Post in the group this week. Like, what are you working on? What are, like, how, what do you, what, yeah, what, what's your goal? How, what's your tiny habit re- recipe for it and how you're going to track progress. And if you want help coaching on this, post in the group and we can, we'll, we'll get that happening. Okay. So you're not on your own. Okay. Have a beautiful week, everyone. And I'll catch you guys next week. Bye.